0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Today is indeed the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad by it. I just pray, Lord, as I speak today, that you speak through me. You minister to every single person that listening to this podcast today. I pray you bless them, you grant them their heart desires according to your will, Lord. I pray that your mercy overflows in their lives and in my life in Jesus' name. I pray that as they listen and hear your word, that you will speak to them personally in their various circumstances in the name of jesus and they'll get what you have put in this word for them in jesus name i pray amen holy spirit help me to speak only your word none of me but all of you in jesus name amen so um just now i was just thinking and praying about so this would about what i speak about and it just came out at me as i was just reflecting and it's about here Facing fear after disappointment. So, literally, facing fear when what you are so scared of happening has already happened. So, I'm going to be looking at our wonder, for example, in the Bible, David, and I'm going to be looking at how he was still with Saul, even despite the amount of times Saul had tried to kill him. Because, guess what? David's worst fear was probably death, right? and he had experienced several you know attempts of murder from Saul so I'm going to read from 1st Samuel 19 I will read from verses 6 and to verses 10. So Saul listened to Jonathan and took this oath so just to say here that Saul took an oath to say that as surely as the Lord lives David will not be put to death and let me just digress a bit here Saul made an oath as a king so an oath as a king in that time is like a decree because the king has sworn right that David would not be put to death so he would change his ways towards David now let's continue verse 7 so Jonathan called David and told him the whole conversation he brought him to Saul and David was with Saul as before so now after Saul had made this oath Jonathan spoke to David and David said to serve Saul you know be around him as before despite their amount of attempts to kill David. Once more, war broke out and David went out and fought the Philistines. He struck them with such force that they fled before him. But an evil spirit from the Lord came on Saul as he was sitting in his house with his spear in his hand. Obviously, at that point in time, the trigger of Saul was David's victory and David's shining. And so, automatically, he had already been triggered. And once he was triggered, the evil spirit comes in because it opens the door for the evil spirit to come in and torment. And once the evil spirit came in, see what he did. So while David was playing the liar, Saul tried to pin him to the wall with despair. But David eluded him and Saul drove the spear into the wall. That night, David made a good escape. And I stopped there. So look at David. David is such an example to learn from, honestly. And here, as I mentioned earlier, by discussing facing fear, after disappointment now if you look past in first samuel right in past two three chapters which we've been discussing for the last couple of weeks David first fought goliath now one would think oh well he didn't really know what a, really a war situation type would look like he had been killing um, lion and bear so he could actually face a giant and kill him so he may not have the knowledge as the other soldiers that have gone to battle what this is different because he had experienced Saul try to kill him multiple times. With despair, he had sent people to kill him. He knew that Saul was after his life. And the biggest fear of this was obviously would be death, right? Because like, you know, it's not that I think that he may kill me. It is that I have seen him attempt to kill me multiple of times and I escaped. So the fear that he had in his heart. It's probably solidified with actual glaring examples and situations of that happening. Okay, this is the tricky part. Now, let's continue. Now, despite that fear, and let me just digress a bit here and say that. I know in biology and psychology, there may be different terms used for this. But in the brain, there are two parts of the, of the brain. There's the thinking brain and there's the survival brain now when someone has gone through trauma or examples or situations like david had gone through where someone came to kill him automatically when a person sees you know a danger coming what is triggered is the fight or flight part of the brain which means that you know that part of of the brain responds very fast and is there to protect one from danger and so when someone has gone through trauma previously that side of the brain is immediately activated whether or not the trauma is visible once the brain can think of that trauma that part is immediately activated and so one is not thinking one is just you know going into the fight and, and flight mode of the, of the brain to literally go to oneself now if one has gone through something like David Trauma of someone trying to kill multiple times. You would imagine that it is very easy. Or well, once David sees t- to see Saul so, to be on guard, to be protecting himself because, this guy has tried to kill him several times, and so his thinking part of the brain is not activated because he's thinking, ah, oh, I need to protect myself. And that happens when one has gone through several forms of trauma, cross whatever trauma it is. Once it is, seems like looks like that situation automatically it triggers the survival of the brain which means that you know one is in the fight or flight mode to protect oneself. But let's look at David. We see here that Jonathan spoke to Saul and Saul gave an oath and David came with the same person that tried to kill him multiple times to serve him. Let's just stop there and think about it let's think about how david responded to the fear that may have been brewing in his mind and think about him not responding to the fear or the trauma but still going there and still serving and still being with the king despite the several attempts to kill him it's like facing fear when one has experienced trauma and disappointment it's very hard because constantly you are on guard you are so scared what increase the time he actually does kill him, right? And those thoughts begin to creep in one's mind. But David still went and sat with him and played a liar. What he was called to do in the palace. He didn't say, Ah, thank you, Jonathan, for speaking to your father, but I would like to protect my race which is what a normal person would have done, especially given the fact that they are faced, you know, near death experiences to be this person. I'll give you an example of myself. I had a very bad experience speaking when I was younger. Where I speak and I used to stand up, people would laugh at me. And you know, I was so scared of that embarrassment and shame. And even in my adulthood, I remember I went for something and I was supposed to speak. And at that point, my whole brain went blunt because of the amount of people that were around me. And I was literally terrified. And so for the longest of times, I was quiet. Because I could not speak. And I was so caught up in the trauma. That once I sense things that I may need to speak. I'm living the trauma constantly. Even to the events. As if I, I don't turn it down. But look at what David did. In spite of it all. David still showed up. In spite of his worst fear happening. and fear happening, Which he actually did. He still showed up. So for them for me. For you, maybe embarrassment, it may be shame, it may be you know failure, it may be even death, like David. But in spite of those things, we still need to show up. And I also use Camille as an example. The only reason I can speak to you today is because I showed up, it's because I still insisted and put through the pain by relieving the trauma. Of the experience i had and still spoke out so i was doing it literally tremblingly free but i still did it i was able to face the similar situations to so cut past you know the survivor brain and be able to use my thinking brain to think it is one of the hardest things to ever do but i'm grateful that i did that because by doing that i was able to overcome the fear of speaking was able to overcome whatever fear was in my heart fear of speaking which led to shame embarrassment whatever it was i was able to overcome it by just linda now i'm not saying that if someone calls me to speak tomorrow or ask me tomorrow i won't be afraid but i know that i will still do it because i know that every single day i do it i am literally building more files in my brain to show my brain and show myself that actually i can speak i can do these things Right, The experience I've had in, in the past, yes, they may have happened, but I will still keep going, whatever it is, because God is with me. See, God was with David. So, how does one tackle fear? How does one tackle fear? Doing it afraid. No matter how traumatic. I know how hard it is because I've experienced it. Several times where you know I'll be panicking, I'll be shaking all over, I'll be jittery, I will be constantly battling, you know, the trauma as I continue to relieve it till the event, what I push through. It is very hard. But I'm telling you from experience that is the best thing to do to be able to overcome it. Run right in a way which is the usual fight or flight mode, right? Either you fight or you flight. Most people fly, my flights, right? Because they run away. It's easier right? because you run away and you try and ignore it being there. But it is still there. It's still there. will still come out once it's triggered. So that is, you know, my testimony. I look at David as well. Thank you for listening to me today. And I say that if you are ever experiencing these things, I know it's hard. I understand what you're going through. I, I have come through it. And, and even, even to now, I still have moments where I go through it. Well, I know that by pushing through those fears, I'm where I am today. And well, I'm grateful for God helping me. Because whenever I remember that God is with me, there's nothing. There's nothing. Whatever it is, God is still with me. And guess what? In many cases, when I go to the situation of speaking, it's not always fine. But the trauma I've gone through, I've relieved and unlived. <laughs> Before that, it's, it's so traumatic i'm even drained and tired after the event so thank you for listening to me today. i pray that whoever is going through struggling with trauma struggling with fear struggling with experiences that the devil is trying to use to push them down to stop them from shining i pray for a renewed strength within us to push through everything and be better at what god is asking us to do in jesus mighty name i pray amen thank you for listening to me today God bless you. I love you. Bye.